coming up on Texture Talks. Is that grip game potentially one of the reasons I now have traction alopecia? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we also need to realise, like, good hair care for natural Afro hair, for cut- for any hair type, it doesn't need to be complicated. We don't need it's seven not products complicated in a routine, at all. You know? It doesn't have to be complex. It, especially once the hair is healthy. Yeah. So simple. Welcome to the Texture Talks podcast. Texture Talks is a weekly conversation both here and on YouTube talking about the real life experiences faced by the Afro, curly and textured haired community. You'll be getting dry humour, candid opinions and some really vulnerable testimonies, sometimes from me and sometimes from very special guests that I invite to give their perspectives and even throw out some serious knowledge. Expect the unexpected. This season is brought to you by Fulham Scalp and Hair Clinic, one of the UK's most experienced Afro and curly hair trichologists who have dedicated their lives to helping our community get our hair care journeys back on track. Learn more about them at www.fulhamscalphairclinic.com and use my discount code TEXTURETALKS5 for 5% off your consultation fee. I am your host, Paige Lewin, a major hair enthusiast and active student of my own Afro hair. And if I'm honest, I'm here to learn something new right alongside you. Don't forget, Follow our Instagram page at Texture Talks UK to follow my entire natural hair care journey and be part of the conversation. And search Texture Talks on YouTube to watch all of these amazing episodes. This podcast is built by us, for us. And I want you all along for the ride. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Very well. Good. Thank you. It's a little nervous. <laughs> you have Good. nothing to be nervous about, but I do get it. Yeah. The first few podcasts I recorded and my videographer knows it was an absolute shambles. It was a mess. <laughs> the mic's right. And there was a point where I don't think we were recording for a little bit. No, we'll so, yeah, no, I know. So now we've come a long way to get yeah. to a point where you can actually hear the audio. That's the first thing. But then mm. there's three people here. Yeah. This is my first three-way interview. Oh. So, yes. I'm also a little bit nervous as well. Everyone's got their nerves, but... The topic is too important for us to be nervous about, ladies. We, we must discuss it. And as the sponsors of this first incredible segment, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Cheers. Um, I think it's important that people know who you are. Yeah. The issues we have here with trichology, first of all, tell me if I'm wrong or if you agree mm-hmm. or disagree, is that for not just even the black community, but for a lot of us in the Afro and curly hair community, mm-hmm. still feels very new, very much like a bit of a luxury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on top of that, if we were to look for trichologists, there's not many that look like us. <laughs> no. <laughs> the next big issue, if I dare to mm-hmm. go and have a Google, I'm yes. thinking, I'm looking at the photos on the website and I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. scroll. Mm. <laughs> and then you just kind of think, oh, maybe another time. Yeah. Mm. So this is a really, really important episode, I think, not just for showing who you are, but showing, I guess, the value in what <laughs> trichology can bring in a really safe environment for people. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So let's try and start. I'm trying to think how far back do we go in terms Ooh. of getting the story here? Because there's lots of stories <laughs> to tell. There's Teresa's story, mm-hmm. there's Eleanor's story, and then there's the story of Fulham scalp and hair. I had to I had to fight, especially for my children. My gosh. Divorce, yeah, get out. What is not good, out of my way. Sure. My children, number one. Um, I mean, we had a big calendar. Things to do. <laughs> Time to play. Mm-hmm. No there television. A, there was a lot of after-school activities. <laughs> <laughs> but we play. We yeah, went. Yeah, we we uh, enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, but not much time to really... Uh, enjoy your children because you are on a mission. Yeah, a mission. Today I enjoy my granddaughter. Mm. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I did enjoy you guys, <laughs> but uh, is it different? I I just look at her as gosh, what I missed yeah. watching yeah. from my children. My mission was looking after, study, homework, make sure yeah. you know they were fantastic at school. And that's what I wanted. Yeah. 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 What I wanted for me, I transferred to my children. I think I have an overwhelming memory of mum constantly working, like constantly being busy. You know, she used to work Monday to Saturday. On yeah. Sunday, she would be like passed out, like asleep, <laughs> exhausted, <laughs> completely drained. And mm-hmm. you think, God, I don't think we, until I started working with mum or I started working kind of like my first yeah. few jobs, you know, your Saturday jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. You never realise how physically demanding these this type of work is. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd have you. I remember you would have like fourteen, fifteen customers on like a Saturday. That's an individual person <laughs> working <laughs> from our like utility room and bathroom. Like it was, it, and people would queue and people this is would. When you were a hairdresser. Yeah, I was back a in the day. Mum was yeah. a hairdresser working from home. Fourteen. To- no, stop. 14 to 15 in a, a d- one in a day. day. Like, that's how efficient she was as well. People were just trouble. There was no waiting about. The there was no messing about. There was no waiting either. Because yeah. now t- yeah. nowadays, if there was 14, there'd be like, someone would have their hair involved for four hours. <laughs> someone else would be told that I'll be with you. They've had their hair undone so they can't leave, but yeah. they're just sat eating crisps in the corner. Yeah. So 14 yeah. people were coming in and getting their hair done and leaving. And leaving. But I was working with adrenaline. Yeah. Just. You must have. Yeah. Uh, but then, that's me. I am like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I am you like, like to be busy. You don't know how to not be busy. It's yeah. exhausting. Yes. And somebody said something to me, when was this? Yesterday. And they said, you need to rest, missus, because there will be no one to steer the ship if the captain is <laughs> not there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. You probably have learned a lot from your time hairdressing that yeah. led you to <laughs> decide trichology. Mm. Because I don't actually know. Let me think before I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> no, the trichologists that I know went straight into it. They mm. didn't do the hairdressing piece first. Okay. That makes Some you guys of them. Quite, the ones I've spoken to, yeah. it felt like they built the clinics thinking from the start. We're okay. going to create a trichology mm-hmm. clinic, okay, which is great, but mm-hmm. it means that there's a, a bit of a gap mm-hmm. in terms of understanding the people that are coming through your doors and mm-hmm. what they've been through. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about your experience hairdressing. Right. Mm. 
uh, when I came to this country, yeah. for the very first time, I saw black hairdresser. Mm. And I thought, oh, wow, fantastic. I never seen mm-hmm. black hairdresser. I was brought up into European hairdressers where okay. women also go. Um, and in Angola, I was with a fantastic woman, Mile, Mile Portcarrero. Uh, she was a hairdresser and I used to go and learn. And she taught me amazing things. And I'm, I'm like a sponge. I was learning, learning. And if she'd seen me reading rubbish <laughs> magazine, she'd say, no, a book. And she was my mentor. I don't think she realized she died now. I don't think, I didn't even know that later on. I will use some of the skills. Uh, she was a fantastic hairdresser that made us read um, a French magazine okay. <laughs> about hair. Just to learn French as well. Yeah. No. Quaffu, yeah. something. I don't know. Uh, uh, she was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And she would explain in her own way, but maybe using more common sense. Mm. And it made sense. Uh, but when I saw Afro hairdresser, gosh, I'm going to try. So I went with a friend of mine mm-hmm. to this uh, Afro salon. Mm-hmm. First of all, we were not treated very well. Uh, and that was, oh, but we were very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put, uh, the, those days they used rollers. Oh, yeah. Okay, I used rollers as well. Mm-hmm. Rollers. But at the end, they put me so much grease on my scalp, on her hair, and we just couldn't say anything because it was quite scary to say, no, don't do that. It was very scary. And my friend who had the pattern of her hair was looser. (laughs) We were just laughing. We paid and ran to the next (laughs) corner and we had to wash our hair later. It was so crazy, and I thought, this is not right. So when I took hairdresser course, which was privately Mm -hmm. um, European, you have to learn techniques. Yeah. Uh, But of course, I said, I've got Afro. I need to learn Afro. And it wasn't included in the curriculum. Not that one. Mm. Uh, You had a choice. You could have done. Mm -hmm. But I went to a different a school a hairdresser for Afro. Mm-hmm. People were hurting with relaxers. They were burning and they were fighting. When they're teaching. Yeah, and I remember saying, this is not right. <laughs> this is not right. <laughs> no, and I used to, I called the teacher, I remember calling the teacher saying, so, so, it's really hurting for quite a while. It's okay. Oh, gosh. And I would do, uh, I said, look, come, and we wash. We were taking, and she couldn't because it was burned. And, and this was, like, absolutely fine. They were like, no, it's okay. This it's is, okay. This is the standard. Yeah. Okay. It was more relaxing. And, relaxing. and I was saying, why do you apply relaxers that way? Because I read the instructions. <laughs> it's not that way. <laughs> you read this. You know. It's <laughs> not right. It One of the few not. people who has, maybe. First in the sun, I'm like, this is wrong. Yeah, and they were telling me, one time came a client with a curly perm. Mm. 
yes, good times. And uh, the boss say, oh, Teresa, you must put a relaxer. <gasps> I said, no, I'm sorry. I will not do it. I will not do it. No. Uh, this is the 80s. This is the 80s. Oh, Jesus. Okay, carry on. And I said, no, I will not because it's two different chemicals. We know that. Uh, oh, it's no problems. I said, no. And this, this lady actually was going to Jamaica. Okay. Uh, and she really wanted that. I said, I will not do it. But you're the boss. I, I will not do it. Mm. Yeah. And of course, they done it. Oh, they did it! Oh, what happened, the result? Yeah. What happened? Fell off the hair. Yeah. And the lady then wanted me to treat. I did. No oh, problem. To fix? Well, yeah, we'll to fix. fix because I knew. I, 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 I'm not going to argue, but I told you so. Two <laughs> chemicals don't mix. Look in your head. I told you. I'll fix it. Don't mix. So... Um, then I left. I started to work from home. Yeah. I've got a baby coming. Um, I'm going to do different case histories. Yeah. And that's what I did. Okay. Reading properly relaxes. I'm not against relaxes. Okay. I'm against badly done relaxes. I'm not with children relaxes. That's criminal. I'm pages against that too. That's yeah. criminal. Yeah. Uh, and there are some hairs that can accept relaxes and others cannot accept. Don't force. Mm. Yeah? Depend on a curl pattern. That's the problem, yeah? isn't it? A lot of people think we can do everything. Everything. Yeah. So you have to choose a good hairdresser. Mm. Don't just sit there to damage the hair. Yeah. Um, see who's going to talk and yeah. answer and question. Uh, don't just apply a chemical in someone's head because later on they might damage their beauty, their mm -hmm. crown. Yeah. So, um. So you were focused on doing the treatments at home. Yeah. So what were the, did you have certain treatments you would do and some you said no to? <laughs> uh, right. I used no lie relaxers. Okay. Um, I follow instructions. That's a big deal. Hair don't need, not all hairs can take relaxers. Mm -hmm. Hair don't need to be deadly straight. Okay. Relaxers supposed to be a base of a style later on. So the concept of relaxers you're saying is a step in the styling journey. Absolutely. But we just do that step and then. Just like the Europeans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Europeans use permanent wave. Yeah as a base and we should use relaxers mm. as a base not to kill the hair or to kill the scalp yeah and that's what i've seen a lot and yeah. we've seen a lot more yeah but of course so then came this oh relaxers are terrible yes because you've been doing it wrong yeah you've been applying relaxers to children why yeah um it's so dangerous. It's so... Yeah. If I can jump in, I think also relaxers started to become this, like, this option of how Afro hair could be worn, right? Yeah. So Afro hair would be straight, straight. worn straight, blow-dried straight afterwards, kept straight. Yeah. Uh -huh. And there wasn't really an option of 
you can wear your hair natural, you can wear your hair with a curl exactly. in it, so you yeah. can wear your hair with this like volume that is so beautiful mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So once again, relaxers were there as an option for a base for some styles, mm-hmm. for some styles, but they weren't meant to be the style. Definitely yeah. when we talk to patients now, there are so many patients who have started relaxers since they were like maybe six years old. It's, it's terrible. Have really... only ever done relaxers up until maybe, maybe like in their like mid thirties or late twenties, they've said, you know, enough's enough or I want to see, I want to embrace my natural texture. Like. <laughs> and then they're petrified because they don't know how to work with their texture mm-hmm. because they've never had it as an option before. That's basically me. Um, <laughs> but no one taught us to connect with our own hair. Yeah. I think what we need is the connection. Yeah. Afro hair is not wire. No. Mm. It's a beautiful patterns. They, their differences in patterns. Some are tighter, some are l- large patterns. Mm. Uh, but they're all beautiful. Mm. But why killing it? Yeah. Yeah. They just to put on as a lot of grease, oil, gel, and everything that is going to damage the natural oils. There's a, I know this myself, there's a level of fear of the unknown. And of course, Mm -hmm. now, forced to grow an afro (laughs) by certain people. But my mum is so excited. Excellent. Because she said, you know what? Yes, you had an afro when you were maybe five. Mm. But I don't think I even had that as a style for you. It was mm. right. See these? It was like this on the ends. Yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah. And then scrape, scrape. But and people then, don't know. But she was like, I don't even know if I did your hair in just an afro. So I don't even know if I could guide you on that because I've mm-hmm. always styled it mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. where it's braids. Or bunches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she was like, yeah, no, I don't know. I can't help you, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. That's why she's also on the same treatment plan as me. Because we don't know. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. thought of having my afro, it actually, when I first sat in, um, in the clinic, I was shaking a little bit because <laughs> the thought of it made me so scared because I thought, oh my God, oh. I'm going to embarrass myself because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I think oh. a lot of people with the relaxer thing, with the wig thing, they don't know, mm-hmm. and they haven't been taught, and their mums don't know, and mm-hmm. their grandmas don't know. I think this is this is a big, serious problem, yeah. that hairdressers need to be trained, literally. I was also going to bring up, remember, we, so last week, mum and I went to see Afwa Hirsch, yeah. um talk about the, her new book, like, Decolonize My Body. And I think she brings up a really interesting point about that globalization or the movement of black bodies mm-hmm. across the mm-hmm. world scattering them everywhere left right and center mm-hmm. not just black bodies even just like mm-hmm. indigenous cultures have mm-hmm. been scattered so much mm-hmm. that we have a lot of disconnect between our indigenous culture mm-hmm. and ourselves now in the modern day and there's a lot that gets naturally passed down yeah mm-hmm. so we don't have to be reinventing the wheel every time a new generation mm-hmm. is born mm-hmm. figuring things out mm-hmm. from scratch like you would just be passed down that knowledge naturally mm-hmm. generation mm-hmm. to generation and that has really like stopped in the last yeah. mm-hmm. century two three centuries mm-hmm. because that movement has happened so fast yeah. um and there would be natural ways that like in African indigenous communities, mm-hmm. they would look after hair or they would style mm-hmm. it and it would be gentle. No one suffers from traction yeah. or CCCAs. 
all this. What is CCCA? So CCCA is central centrifugal cicatricial alopecia. It's basically a scarring form of alopecia that starts generally at the top of the head and spreads out, Mm -hmm. usually inflammation triggered. Mm. Um, And we see it, I mean, technically, I think there's there's so much research that still needs to be done. Mm -hmm. There's suggested to be like a genetic predisposition to it as well. But I think there are environmental factors that also exacerbate mm-hmm. it happening. And those include things like the use of chemical treatments that result in chemical burns, the use of high tension pressure hairstyles yeah. that result in inflammation on the scalp surface. So these types of environments are very commonplace for mm-hmm. Afro hair styling mm-hmm. because we kind of force the curl pattern into different styles mm-hmm. other than what it's naturally able to thrive with we can see we can see so much now it's quite common yeah and shouldn't so i think like for us when we're in clinic a big a big thing is to help a patient connect and feel like very secure and very um happy and safe with their natural hair pattern if you could learn why your edges aren't growing why your hair is breaking or maybe your scalp is itching from someone that truly understands what you're going through, how valuable would that kind of peace of mind be? Since 2011, Fullen Scalp and Hair Clinic have provided the Afro and curly head community with the kind of honest and direct support (laughs) that we need to give us a clear understanding of the state of our hair and scalp and the steps that we need in order to achieve actual progress. Go to www.fullamscalphairclinic.com and make sure you use my discount code, TexturTalks5, to get the help and support that you need. Let's get your hair care journey back on track. <laughs> Even if that's not currently what we see on their head at the moment. <laughs> that's not easy. Yeah, that right. must take sessions, plural. Yes. Yeah, and, and you see patients coming in sort of week after week, month after month, and their, mm-hmm. their confidence is slowly, like they're going through the initial like absolutely petrified yes. stage, mm-hmm. yeah. totally. And then they start to, to recognize, oh, my, you know, my hair feels softer now. You know, I can, <laughs> detangle, it. I can detangle it really easy now. <laughs> and then it gets to the point of, you know, I'm getting compliments at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, so it's making me emotional because I feel the relationship between me and a lot of people in the community and the hairdresser is waning slightly. Mm. And I think it's waning slightly because of a lot of self-taught hairdressers not building their skill set, playing around with very serious chemicals. Mm -hmm. And then, or another issue is, and this happens a lot in black hair salons and spaces, it's the negative talk around the Afro mm-hmm. still exists. Mm-hmm. Um, where I've had someone say, oh, you've got really hard hair. Let me go get the super. Mm. Right? And I'm like, well, we have the same hair. <laughs> Why is my hair hard? Because it's not relaxed. And these yeah. are the types of environments that I think need a lot of people to DIY. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then widens the gap between... What used to be, I think it was very culturally like mm-hmm. a lovely experience going to the hairdresser. It was supposed to be like you catch up with friends mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're like mm-hmm. gossip mm-hmm. and you did that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like a, almost like a family environment. 
And I think now in 2023, there is a gap and there mm-hmm. is a void that I mm-hmm. think, based yeah. on the experience I had with you guys, yeah. you could fill. Yeah. But you, the issue is the visibility piece yeah. on what does that trichologist know of me? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm throwing my weight behind you both because mm-hmm. how could someone that doesn't understand my life experiences or hasn't studied at least mm-hmm. in granular detail my culture yeah. how can mm-hmm. they speak to me in the way that you guys have spoken to me yeah yeah and and that is i think whilst you can have trichologists that are very experienced with afro hair mm-hmm. and don't and not aren't themselves black i think there is something that can be really beneficial when you have someone who does look similar mm-hmm. to you, who has mm-hmm. a lived experience that's similar to mm-hmm. you, who then asks the questions that aren't usually on that consultation mm-hmm. form mm-hmm. Yeah. of like, okay, you know, and so beyond just your shampoo and conditioner, like any oiling of the scalp, <laughs> <laughs> any massaging of the scalp, your natural, your natural now, but has there ever been the use of relaxers? Um, and being able to help dismantle why that's not necessary or why historically it happened, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't need to happen now Mm -hmm. is a big thing. And it's probably that's, that's cultural sort of like subtlety and knowledge that Mm -hmm. massively makes, um, it a valuable experience for the black female or the black male versus for like another kind of ethnic group. Yeah. Because it is so different when it comes to Mm -hmm. hair care. Um, and the practices that black women choose to do versus your white counterpart, your Asian counterpart, it is really different. I mean, even in my consultation with you, Mm. I'm thinking to myself, I don't have to, I would have been anxious Mm. if you guys weren't from my tribe and I would have thought I'm going to have to explain a relaxer. I'm going to have to explain what cornrows are or like the type of cornrows I had with the extensions in. If you're talking about, Oh, it looks like you might have some traction on a piece, you know. I, I can look at you and be like, the wigs, and you were like, with the combs. I was like, with the combs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lace front? Lace front, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it makes the experience e- easier because it's mm-hmm. a scary experience as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being sat there and wondering, like, do I lie about that? Yeah. Do I tell them that? <laughs> we <it>? can tell. <laughs> you can't lie. No, you, no you, you cannot. Tell you. Yeah, you cannot. No <laughs> Having said that, you know, I definitely still get patients who come in. They don't realize that we're, that we're mom and daughter. I right. don't realize we're mom and daughter. So they come in and they're like, so in my hair type, what we do <laughs> is we oil. And I'm like, don't worry. I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. So. That it's not to say that um, a non-black trichologist couldn't possibly sure. fill that role. I mm-hmm. think it's just having, doing the the like, doing your homework and being aware enough of a different culture and being able to immerse yourself in that different culture enough to know the subtleties and the questions and the unsaid bits that yeah. come through a consultation. Mm-hmm. And that is why a consultation is so important. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's quite a hard initial like payout to see the value from right yeah but uh, well I think from your consultation you'll have seen like it's so it becomes so much more bespoke right yeah and we're not just even looking at your hair or your scalp we're looking at your lifestyle 
your stress. You're asking me been, about how much fruit I eat. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah, asking yeah. me about the variety of Your fruit. gut health, you know, it's important. <laughs> you don't know these You're things. You're like, oh, you're eating healthy, but is it varied? Is it varied, though? Is it varied, though? I mean, Page, it, is it varied? I was like, um, um. But I thought to myself, I don't think people get it. I believe <laughs> it's just a really expensive chat. No, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and they think, well, I'm not paying 140 quid. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got the microscope over there. We've got a, a map of my scalp on the wall. Yeah. And I was like, no, we need to explain to people properly because yeah. I think they, they're misconstruing what they get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's almost to a point where, so when we first, remember when we first did consultations and we didn't have our summary sheet that we now give out to yeah. people and it was just so much information and mm-hmm. you could see people sit down to their treatment and they were just like in a daze because there's <laughs> so much to take in that I have to unlearn or recode yeah. or sort of mm-hmm. reevaluate because it is that thorough. Mm-hmm. Um, and bear in mind also, once again, we are not the most expensive trichologists no, out there. I've done no. yeah. research. I've seen <laughs> about three or four where it's like 200, 220, 250. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a lot of, it's that's a lot of cultural specific, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of yeah. cash, but we, we just want to get to as, we want to be as accessible as we can yes. while still valuing ourselves for the knowledge that we can provide. And I think that's important as well. Mm-hmm. I think unfortunately, we as a society have the psychology of if something's cheap, then it's, it's rubbish. Not good. Yeah. It's yeah. not good quality. Um, yeah. But it is accessible. <laughs> <laughs> and we still, as professionals, want to be respected. Mm-hmm. But we do want to, we genuinely do want to help a lot of people. And we know we can. What surprised me when we spoke was the different case studies of responses that you get, not just from the black community, just from people in general that I think are new to mm. <laughs> the concept of trichology, where it seems like such a difficult pill to swallow. Mm. And my, my confusion is, why is it, why does it feel so new? Where have you guys come from? Mm-hmm. Because I yeah. honestly have only learned about mm-hmm. trichology six months ago. I'm 30. I'm 30. Yeah. And when I, I, yeah. I heard the word, I automatically put you in a dermatology bucket. Mm. Like, is it like mm. a dermatologist? And someone was like, <laughs> no, yeah. no, not really. No, yeah. it's, it's like we the can repair diseases for the scalp yeah. and for the hair. And I was like, so yeah. how long has this been going? Mm. Yeah. Why does it feel new? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's actually been around since what? So the oldest trichology. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, it's been since 1922. 1922. Yeah. 1922 or 1902? Mm, I should know this one. Oh, oh, oh. 1922. It's over 100. And then edit. I was like, okay. 1902. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over 100 years, basically. Um, you know, there used to be a hospital established just for the treatment of scalps. Where? In Brixton. Brixton. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think what has not been great is the sort of like raising of awareness and marketing, if you it call it that, little. of the industry yeah. itself. But I think that has changed with a new guard of of just general like kind of directors of the Institute of Trichologists. I think that has become yeah. better. Yeah. The education programs it's become better. It's different. There yeah. are more people that can study, that can become trichologists, mm-hmm. that can grow the industry. Mm-hmm. But it's still people are still unaware that if they have a scalp problem, there is an alternative instead of just going to your GP or just going to your hairdresser. There's this like overlap in the middle. But uh, again, social media. Yeah. People go 
is a self-diagnose and self-treatment mm. through the social media. Yeah. And sometimes they do more damage. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But then I yeah. just realised something that you said, and I'm going to fight back. Mm. <laughs> I don't see marketing for any of you guys. Yeah. I have never in my life yeah. seen an advert either on social media or television or yeah. billboard or magazine. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. It's true. It's true. Well, it's like it's, it needs to be so much better. It needs to be so much bigger. Yeah. Um, and that's an, like an industry thing. Okay. And I, to a degree, like the industry itself is so small and each individual trichologist, once they get qualified, can become very isolated doing their mm. own little clinic. I don't think a couple of years ago people would have been ready to receive it because no. I think a few years ago it was still very exciting to yeah. follow the tutorial. Yeah, and yeah, do a DIY. I do the DIY. Mm, yeah. And I think everybody, inclusive of me, who has now had to shake her head about four times, I can't wait <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the time is now. But in, Yeah, so sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> But now you know what you're going to do with your own hair. That's why I'm pushing you guys yeah. so much. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can keep cutting my hair, restarting my natural journey. Yeah. What's changed in terms of my education yeah. level? Yeah. Between mm -hmm. this time and the last Then they call time. it madness if you keep doing the same thing and yes. expect different yeah. results. Yeah. They mm -hmm. do. Yeah. And that is what a lot of us, including mm -hmm. me, no judgment team, including yeah. me, is doing. Where yeah. I'm like, okay, this time... I'm going to do no oils and butters. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, my hair is a mess. Still. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still doing the colour. So. But I'm still doing the colour. <laughs> so that's fine. So now I'm thinking we've reached a point yeah. of, I think, mass confusion. Yeah. Where yeah. everyone's thinking, no, this is actually becoming an issue. Even the influencers yeah. are getting mm -hmm. things wrong. Oh, all the time. All the time. Watch. But they're showing it more. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they're showing it more. So then now I'm thinking, okay, for you guys, when you look at the landscape, let's focus on Afro and curly mm -hmm. hair, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at the landscape of Afro and curly hair, what are the biggest, <laughs> how do I work this? <clears throat> what are the biggest messages you want to give to that community? Imagine there's a thousand pages right here looking at you, like. Yeah. <laughs> I, can I? Yeah. I okay. start and then yeah, you finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just have to accept. And we have to acknowledge that our Afro hair is so beautiful. Yeah. The only thing is we have to connect. We have to learn uh, to protect what is ours. Um, if, you, if we go against our pattern, do it professionally, because otherwise you will end up with no hair. Um, what do they make us... Well, we removed the relaxers because we thought the relaxers were the damage and they were damaging if they were not done properly. Then we come into the weaves and the braids, mm -hmm. all tight, tight, Always. tight. Yeah. And then we come into a protective styles. Yeah. And then you put the wig. Uh, literally, we've been exploited. Yeah. Terribly on that. As I will finish, as we said. <laughs> There's a lot of money to be made mm. from products, from hair, adding extensions, oh, yeah. even from it's the services, making styles that are so unachievable in our own homes that you have to get someone to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and this is not, to, especially when it comes to the styling, it's a 
big industry that's probably dominated by black women. Mm -hmm. So this is not to kind of rubbish an industry that provides support financially for black women. But I think we all can, we all are capable of elevating our standards Mm -hmm. and expectations of what we deserve when it comes to that service. And black women should be driving that and benefiting from Mm -hmm. it as a result. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of products out there that are made to do what? To do what, you know, it's like we need we need some uh, something some else in a bottle good. that we can put a Let's, sticker on and yes, sell. Yes, some of them they're good. Let's say that. Yes, of course. But when there's new product design, I think quite rarely does it come from innovation because that's what like we've discovered that that's, that's what the health of yeah. exactly. It comes from there's a trend. People love coconut oil now. Okay, put coconut yeah, oil yeah, in, yeah. in all of our products. Yeah. It's really hard to know yes or no. So. I love the fact that you you focus on education, yeah. right? Because I think actually we do need to educate ourselves and we yeah, need definitely. to call out some rubbish yeah. and we need to reinforce some proper um, clear ed- education and understanding. And truth. And truth. But I think we also need to realise like good hair care for natural Afro hair, for, cur- for any hair type, it doesn't need to be complicated. We don't need it's seven products. It's not complicated routine, at all. You know? It doesn't have to be complex. It especially once the hair is healthy. Yeah. So simple. For me, I don't know if I know what 100% healthy afro looks like on my head, Mm, mm, which mm. means I will never know how simple my routine can be. Yeah. It's never been that healthy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. But you will know. Oh, I will know. You will know. (laughs) This is only the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. One of my my fun... Like, you know, when you're commuting and you're bored and maybe you've got your headphones, currently mine are broken, yeah. <laughs> is to um, is to look across the carriage and look at how many natural heads of hair. It doesn't have to be Afro, <laughs> or, but natural heads of hair there are in the carriage. I never get above five. This is now going to consume my life. We're not talking about like natural hair, but it's got braids in or, yeah. you know, natural hair, mm-hmm. but it's got a piece on top. I mean, just natural. Just like this. Unadulterated. Yeah. But even you, because you've got colour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, this is only the beginning of the okay. journey. Yeah. Okay, and it's but often, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I'm looking, and it's, it's really hard. So it's actually, we're almost now a niche in terms of what, yeah. what should be like a basic, a standard. But is of course, now a can niche. I add that? Yeah. Beautiful styles. They can be with a corn roll. They yeah. can do whatever. Yeah. Beautiful styles mm-hmm. don't need to kill the follicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? We true. can use that. You don't need to use the gel to make it tidy. No, don't yeah, do it. Yeah. Just water-based condition. The other thing I know is in my mind, since we started speaking, and I know this is definitely something other people will be thinking, mm-hmm. grip game. Do you know what grip game is? What that means? No, no I haven't actually. The grip game is basically oh, ha- how much you can grip the hair when you're putting it into braids. Be gently. Yeah, yeah. Be gently. And what, how be short gentle. it can and be. And like how short yeah. your hair can be in order. Yeah. And also the cleanliness of the braid itself and it's it's something that I used to actually ask I remember asking someone how good their grip game was Mm. because I wanted like pristine braids I want them super Mm -hmm. neat Mm -hmm. to last longer to last longer correct is that grip game potentially one of the reasons I now have touch and alopecia yes okay (laughs) yeah yeah you don't you just (laughs) have slightly yeah (laughs) serious but but it's like once again once again 
braids now cost so much yeah. to get installed um and there's a real expectation as to what is precise what is what is a you know uh amazing immaculate looking hair right yes and there's social currency that is gained by having yeah. that immaculate mm-hmm. looking hair mm-hmm. but the consequence afterwards mm-hmm. is the traction alopecia mm-hmm. or is the severe breakage as it starts before it progresses and then we're in a, a cycle constantly of hiding that yeah. and now it's not braids it's wigs because that hides it better and mm-hmm. now because i can't actually take off the wigs anymore because then you really see the loss so just glue by it. this amazing expectation so for like elegance and you know aesthetic beauty and, and incredible like you know beauty essentially mm-hmm. we've almost cursed ourselves into this like hair loss epidemic mm-hmm. within the black community and some of them they say is genetic no, it's, it's creation it's just that every single Majority. generation has done the same style the yeah. thing that i really that's made me do this mm. is the fact that you guys were like, listen, <laughs> not everyone comes in here and gets this diagnosis with this like happy treatment plan of like, you're okay. Yeah. It, it was that, that reminder of you are lucky. <laughs> yeah. Stop playing. <laughs> yeah, your hair know, yeah. yeah. Because you could have easily done another set of braids, another set of bleach. And no, 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 no way. Yeah. No, yeah. no. And unfortunately, it's we, your choice. Yeah. I know, but, but it's, no way. I don't think there's people. There's people sat watching this, and yeah. they think if they went in, it wouldn't be that serious. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried for them. Yeah, because yeah. The, even hearing that I had traction alopecia, I was like, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> yeah. I, I just had rightly or wrongly othered the yeah. word alopecia mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. that group. Yeah, I was yeah. sad about that group. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not I think you know what when it comes to traction alopecia as well the big thing for me is that it's a progressive condition yeah, right it, it starts with breakage it goes all the way through if you're not changing the way we treat our hair and our scalp it goes all the way through to scarring to complete we can't scarring. recover this. and then comes with dermatitis combined yeah, yeah. and then goes into CCCA yeah. it's very complicated this, is, this can literally just happen from you know my history of braids yeah. wigs Beach relaxer. It's a big history, actually. It's a standard history. Yeah, yeah. It's true, it's true, it's true. true. That's pretty normal. Um, And then I've seen the light now. Great, fab. But I could have easily not seen the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I started this podcast. And you're also fortunate that you have actually very good hair density. Mm-hmm. and strength so lucky. Yeah. we have other patients who don't have as many follicles on the head or per square space uh they don't have maybe as thick or as strong like a, a, a coarser hair type yeah. mm-hmm. and that hair succumbs to damage much faster mm-hmm. and you see the damage much more obviously faster mm-hmm. so that's when we get our you know unfortunately our teenagers coming in uh, with teenagers permanent so it's so sad and, where do you go from there? Like, you still have to be honest with them and tell them, you know, this is scarring now. We, mm-hmm. we actually, we can't create any more follicles from where this area is damaged. Mm-hmm. And you've just told what, a, you've just told maybe a 19 year old. That it's horrendous. That's the case. It's it so breaks, sad. It absolutely breaks our hearts when mm-hmm. we see that. And But the sad thing, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, the sad thing is when they still continue to do mm-hmm. the the, the the weeks yeah they created an image and aesthetic so strong it's so difficult to, to break yeah yeah moving forward mm-hmm. i think we're gonna see a change i mean i hope so i hope so, I hope so. <laughs>
going to you has changed my entire life. <laughs> it's going to oh, change brilliant. my life because I've never had the softness and like the love. Even when I was talking to Eleanor, you were like twizzling my, <laughs> you were twizzling my hair with the love of a mother. And I sat there like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but that's what it is. That's what it yeah. takes. That's what I, honestly, you, you've got a hair. beautiful hair. You yeah, just have to know how to do it. I'm yeah. so excited to do it with you guys. <laughs> honestly, if anybody has any questions whatsoever, go to w. Normally I ask the guests, but I don't have to. <laughs> go to www.fullamscalphairclinic.com and use Texture Talks 5 and 5% off your consultation so you can join me because I don't want anyone being jealous in five to six months when I have a <laughs> little afro and you're wondering why you don't also have a little afro. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. This Thank has been amazing. You. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much for having us. Speak to you next time, guys. Bye. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you liked what you heard, then please support the movement. <laughs> like subscribe share and if you do have a few moments just a couple seconds if you could leave a rating or a review that would be absolutely amazing thank you so much for listening and i will speak to you soon